Today on the show, we have another author spotlight. This is a series of interviews I'm doing featuring one of the authors being published through our Lightbeamers author program. Each of them has written a story to be shared in our second collaborative book called Step Into Your Brave, which is now live on Amazon, having debuted as a number one bestseller in several categories. If you don't have a copy yet, you need to go get one. These author spotlights will give you a chance to get to know these women a little better and to discover some of their own inside stories as they walked this journey with us to becoming a first-time author. Our program not only walks them through the story excavation and writing process, it also gives them a front row seat of the publishing process, as our goal is to equip and empower each of these women to write and publish their own solo books later, if they so desire. So as you can imagine, it's been a pretty transformative experience for each of our first-time authors, and we are so excited to bring you their stories to the Inside Story podcast. Today on the show, you'll meet Beth Jones and her chapter is titled Break Down the Walls, which is chapter four in Step Into Your Brave. Hi, I'm April Adams Pertwee. I'm your host of the Inside Story podcast. I've been telling people stories my entire adult life as a broadcast journalist, video producer, and digital storyteller. These days, you can find me at Light Beamers, where I'm building a community of women who are ready to step into their brave by sharing their story with the world. On the Inside Story podcast, I'm bringing you some of the best stories I'm discovering from both the women inside of my community, as well as from around the streets of the internet. Plus, I'm digging deep to share some of my own stories with you along the way. My hope is that these stories will help encourage you to examine your own story so that you can share it with other people. I have a motto at Light Beamers. When we share our stories, we shine a light. So with that in mind, let's get down to business today and share the light found in this episode. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to this edition of the Inside Story Podcast. And we are on a roll right now with these author spotlights, um, having already shared a few of them with you already in previous episodes. We are featuring different authors from our latest book, Step Into Your Brave, that is now out on Amazon. And we would love to, you know, number one, for you to go purchase and get your copy. But just really would love to tell you a little bit more about the book and specifically about the particular author that I have with me today and her particular story in the book. And so that is Beth Jones. And we have her here live with us in the podcast studio. Welcome, Beth. I'm so happy that you're here with me today. And I can't wait to talk all about your journey through this process of sharing your story. Hi, April. It's so great to be with you today. Very exciting um, because it's you connection we have. I'm super excited to be to be doing this with you today. Well, we'll just start right there because it is a super fun story um, about the fact that we have known each other for a very long time of all mm. the people that have been in both of our Light Beamers books. I've known you the longest, mm -hmm. uh, which is really yeah. fun. And yeah. we have a deep personal connection. Um, do you want to share the story of how we know each other? Yeah, sure. I will, because I've, I've actually been um, writing about this out on social media a little bit lately. So we've known each other for, for 30 years. Um, 
met in college. We were sorority sisters and part of a big sister, little sister family. Mm -hmm. And as I've been saying, um, back when we were just silly college college kids doing what college kids Mm -hmm. do, and who knew where we were going to be 30 years from then, Uh, but look at us now. And it is a really great and very special connection. It is. It is so special. And and it's, it's made even more special. Um, I know I, I I speak for you on this one too, because we've talked a lot about this, but it's been made really, you know, so special by the fact that we've had the opportunity to write this book together and that I've had the great honor of getting to help you with your story. And so, um, you know, you called me up. I mean, we've been connected, you know, for a long time and kind of just following each other, staying in touch Mm -hmm. really loosely, I would say very loosely through social media, but you saw what I was up to. You saw what I was shines brightly. (laughs) Light beamer shines brightly. Yes. And you called me up a couple of years ago and you're like, okay, I've got a story and I don't know what the heck to do with it. And so we met up and you, I, I, I talked about this the other day. It's like, you just opened up your puzzle box and you dumped all the puzzle pieces onto the table. And we just started sorting them out. And that's really what story work is like. So before we get into kind of what that that story is, um, I'd love to set it up a little bit by just sharing kind of, you know, who who the other side of Beth is too, like what your work is in the world, what you've been up to for those sure. 30 years before we went sure. on this journey. Sure. Um, so I am um, a, a, an accountant. I'm a CPA. And for the first 10 years of those 30 years, I was doing audit work, um, which I found to be a little bit uh, rote and boring by the time I got to the end of it. Um, In the last 20 years, I've been doing forensic accounting work. So I do white collar crime and fraud investigations where um, I help organizations and investors figure out what happened to whatever's been taken from them, or if there has been some sort of an illegal act in their organization, I help them to uncover the facts around that and then do whatever they need to do to remediate the issue. Um, that they've had. So um, sort of, it's funny, um, uncovering secrets hidden within organizations for the last 20 years. And there's an interesting parallel to what I've been doing the last couple of years of my own healing journey, where I've been looking at and trying to heal some of the secrets uh, that are in my family and have caused some of the trauma that, that I've, I've been through in, in my life. So interesting parallel with, with those two. Yeah. It, you talk a lot in the book and this was something that we, we, well, I think really when you came into the the program to, to write your story, you said something to us as a group one time and we were like, oh, that's so good. You've got to include that in your story, which is this, this image of you spent, you know, 45 years or whatever it was building a wall up. Yeah. You know, and that wall became 45 years tall, 45 years deep. That's right. Because on the outside, you are definitely someone that by all accounts, everyone would assume you totally have it all together. You're uber successful in your career. You literally have traveled the world. You are at the senior level VP status of your company. You have great influence and power, if you will, especially as a woman um, in that industry is, is quite, you know, magnificent that you've been able to do that. Yet behind the scenes, how would you describe without giving, of course, the whole story away, because we want to save it for the book, but just to give everyone a taste of really what is the story that you end up sharing in the book? Like what, how would you give everyone a preview of that? Yeah. So, so first of all, I'll say you're, you're the one saying all those things about me because it's hard even now for me to get those words out about me, but that is true. And that Mm -hmm. is the person who I am. 
Um, but inside of me, I don't feel like that person. And that's right. sort of the imposter syndrome or the inner critic that we often deal with when, when you're a survivor and spend a lot of time dealing with that. Um, but when I sort of came up to my precipice of, of the time for me to heal, so to start breaking down that wall, that 45-year um, tall and thick wall, I was um, feeling um, unloved, unlovable, and, and alone, and really uh, lonely, and didn't, I might get emotional about this, <laughs> it's, like, it's my story, it brings a little emotion to me, and probably always will, um, but I... Um, I really did feel quite alone um, and not, you know, a very different person from that successful and put together person that people saw on the outside. And, you know, it, it was interesting because I spent a lot of time, I do a lot of work um, at my company with, with, with women and mentoring women and within our women's initiative network, I've had a lot of leadership roles um, there. And so I find, you know, particularly women, but also men gravitate toward me because of who I am and I guess how I present and, you know, very open and transparent. And I don't, I don't look at levels. I mean, you can be a new grad coming out of school. I've been doing this for 30 years. I don't care. I'm just going to connect with you, whatever you need to be supported. And so everybody saw that. And so, you know, but in inside was someone very, very different. And I talk about this in the books. There's a lot of, um, there's a, you know, a stark dichotomy between mm -hmm. who I am professionally and who I am as a person on the inside. And for me right now, a lot of what I'm trying to do is to bring that together where I meld that person together. And I'm just me. I just present as one person, me, who's authentic um, on the outside and true to myself on the inside and how I, and how I talk about myself and present myself. So someday maybe I'll be able to say the things that you just said about me myself, but it's really hard for me still. <laughs> Yeah, I totally get that though, because when you are in your authentic, your most authentic self and who you are at the core, we see ourselves very differently than how others see us because, and I think success can do that where, you know, people are like, oh, she's achieved this level. She's achieved this success. She's done all these things, but on the inside, we're still like these little three-year-olds, you know, we're still yeah. this little yeah. five-year-old child that has suffered some trauma, which is certainly part of your story, big part of your story. Yes. And, um, we're also, you know, you know, people that are in women that are in marriages and relationships that are complicated. And we don't always bring that forward. Yeah. Uh, we're just, you know, we're, we're very complex people, but a lot of times what we're suffering from is exactly what you said, that imposter syndrome. And I love that you said that the more that what you're trying to do now, now that you've been really working on building or taking that wall back down is bridging the gap between who you really are and some of these personal stories that you have and marrying that with who you are behind the title of your career and your success. How much has writing your story and specifically starting to promote this book and put it out? Cause you've been, I was thinking about you this morning in the shower as I was getting dressed because I've known you for so long. I'm like, so proud of Beth because not only is it a big step to write your story, which is huge. And we're going to talk about that. Yeah. But the other piece of it is like talking about the story itself on podcasts, like what you're right. doing right now. You did another podcast episode yesterday and you've right. got another one coming up next week. Like you're putting yourself out there now with the story yeah. you were put it, you're, you're using your social media. I've 
you know, been connected with you forever on social media. And I don't ever remember seeing you so active on social media ever before. (laughs) You're really using social media now to share the story. So you're doing Mm -hmm. a great job of starting to put the story out there Mm -hmm. so that you can bridge that gap. So what has that experience been like? Because I know, here's what I know. So many women are listening to this right now. And that's the thing that keeps them from wanting to share their story is they don't want to put it out there. (laughs) You know, that's so unnerving. They don't want to use social media. They don't, they don't want to muddy the waters with their really nice and perfect and pretty career. So how have you done that? And, and how has, how have, you know, what have you experienced as a result of it? Yeah, so you know there there are two things about that. Um, you know, I mean the first the first thing I'll say about it um, that comes to mind for me, and the part about telling your story and putting your story out there. I think a lot of times where the fear comes from, and I experience this, is those are very private, mm-hmm. sensitive, and sometimes the topics that we're dealing with, particularly with trauma, are very hard mm-hmm. to talk about, and they're very difficult for people to receive and to hear about you. And I've experienced that as I've been very specific with some people, um, as I've had to share my story for a variety of reasons about what it is that I know that I'm dealing with that I've experienced, right? And I think that's where the limitation comes in sometimes because there's a lot of fear about being that open about what you've experienced. Um, And so I think that's part of it. I think the other sort of with that as well is that there's a lot of fear about the people in that circle of trauma, the people who've been involved in causing you trauma and, and inflicting pain and harm and emotional neglect on you, you're worried about how those people are going to receive whatever's been said. You know, so for a lot of times, you know, people will talk about, you know, they, they get to a point where they can talk about a difficult relationship with a parent after the parent has, has moved on and is deceased, right? So that, that becomes a challenge. And what I would say about that, and I think when you read the book in particular, what you'll learn in every, all of the stories that the women have written in that book, one of the consistent themes that is there is that those stories are not about those people that harmed us or hurt us. We touch on it lightly just so that we set the stage. It's for context. Yeah. It's context. But that story, that story is not about them. And I'm not telling the story of anybody who's ever harmed me. I'm telling my story. And so I can be vague enough you know, look, everybody who's ever, you know, one of the people that abused me is family, my, you know, is passed on now. Um, but there's someone else that I had a difficult time with um, when I was younger in grade school, and that person is still alive in this world. And I have no intention of ever picking on that or identifying who that person is, right? And so it's just touched on just enough to know I experienced this, but who it was, when it was, what the events were, none of that matter. And in telling your story, that's the thing to keep in mind. None of that really matters when you're trying to connect. So where I am now is that I, um, I want to bring the good news about healing out to people. And that's much more important to me because what I've experienced has been a self-discovery process. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things that I've learned about myself is I finally know what my purpose on this earth is. I didn't know for 50 years. I didn't know why I was here. I now know that. And I'm moving to the point now where I'm in a bit of a pivot period and trying to converge what I do professionally and who I am personally to be able to bring the message of healing, right? And so I believe every trauma survivor can heal, can be hard, Mm -hmm. difficult work, but if you engage with it intentionally and with focus, and if you're ready, you can do it. And that's my story. 
that's the story I'm here to tell and to share that with people so that they can go out into the world and, and hopefully also do their own healing and inspire others to, to heal. Will you give everyone just a, just a little glimpse as to how that started for you, that particular healing journey? I know you had several kind of um, pivotal moments, you know, yeah. that really led you to just step into it and start that journey of exploring the depths of your trauma and understanding it and then beginning, beginning to heal it. I think it helps other people to just hear um, how, how did that happen for you? Cause it may trigger them into thinking how, what might it look like for them? So when I, when I look back over my life, I mean, I think for me, the, the healing process for me began when I was 17 and I, I, I left home and went to college. And for me, that was moving halfway around the world. So my family um, was living in Indonesia, which is where I graduated from high school and I moved to Texas. Um, and I talk about this in the book. And so you know, that's probably where it actually began now that I can go back and look at my life and see that. Um, and between um, 17 and um, just before my 50th birthday, you know, off and on over those years, I was continuing to experience trauma and emotional neglect in a variety of different ways. And so that wall was con continuing to go up. But as that wall was going up and I was feeling more uncomfortable and losing myself and feeling more unloved and unlovable as that was growing to the point that I got to when it really came time to heal, I would go to, I was doing different things to try to heal, right? Therapy here and there. I never knew why I was there um, because I, you know, I just never, I just knew I needed to have therapy, but I didn't know why and all kinds of things were happening to me, but I never got to the root of the issue to understand what's actually happened to me and that I'm a survivor. I never got to that point. And then um, in 2020, um, I just naively went in to have some hypnotherapy and it's the kind of hypnotherapy that you might do if like you wanna quit smoking or you wanna lose weight or whatever. And I, I went to try to sort of have a look around at why I was having difficulty connecting with people and really building authentic and true deep relationships with people and I'd taken on a new role at work where um, a leadership role where I had a team that I needed to connect with um, and a client that I needed to connect with in a different way than I'd been doing it before. And so I was feeling a bit uncomfortable about that. And I mentioned it to my doctor one day, day and she was like, oh, I know this woman, she does hypnotherapy, maybe you could just go see her and you know just see what happens. Um, and that was my gateway. Um, so that, you know, I went through that. It was supposed to be a, a two hour session where I would have been under for an hour and a half. I ended up being three and a half hours. I was under for three hours um, because of what I experienced, which was one of the most traumatic um, and scary, really, really traumatic and scary experiences of my life. But it was my gateway um, to open me up. It's what it, it was the event that sort of made a lot of different things about me and things that have been occurring in my life, which I write about these things. I write about this in the book sort of started to weave together. And I was like, it was like an epiphany. I was like, oh, that's what this means. That's what this is. And it was getting back to some of the ugly stuff that I've experienced as a child and helping me to understand why certain things were happening in my brain and certain events that you know had happened. Um, I'm not giving away what's in the book. That's why I'm being vague about this because it's in the book. So you have to read the book to know all about that. Um, but that was really the gateway that opened the healing process for me that then became has been very intentional and focused for me I mean I'm like gobbling it up everything every resource I can get everything I can get I'm like I'm like Pac-Man eating as fast as I can mm -hmm. to 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 heal myself um, and now as I said to take the story out to the world to hopefully help 
help others experience what I've experienced the positive stuff that I'm experiencing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so it's so powerful in the fact that you're, you know, like you said, you're gobbling everything up. You're fully in on the healing journey. Like the, you are uncovered not leaving any stone uncovered. You're, you're all in on it is encouraging. I think to anyone who like, you know, deep down, they know, like, I've got some stuff that I need to work on that I just have not addressed. And sure, I, I could never share my story until I start doing that work. And I, you know, I, and I would say that to anyone, you really, you're really not in a position to truly share that story until yeah. you're really on the other side of it. And, you know, they always say you don't share the story from the wound, you, sh you share it from the scar. And so you actually yeah. have to get to where you have healed you somewhat in order to that. share that story yeah. appropriately, yeah. as you, you said, did. from the attempt, from the space of like, I just want to share what's possible to other people in terms of healing and recovery yeah. and living, you know, living a really good life that you're mm -hmm. no longer building a wall to hide yourself from. That's so right. I think that's what people need to hear is that it's possible, but it's, and it can be that insignificant thing, like going in for this random hypnotherapy that you are not really yeah. thinking is going to be the thing and you're no really idea. doing it because you needed to try to connect yeah. deeper with people at work and your team and the leadership roles. But yeah. that's, what's so beautiful about it. Because I think that all the other different things that you had already been trying was each one of those was chiseling at the wall until you finally get to the one chisel that just knocks the wall and starts to crumble it down, you yeah. know? So, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. So for you, I'd love to talk about this journey of actually writing the story and putting it in the mm -hmm. book and becoming a published author. Um, mm -hmm. as, as if you're listening and you haven't heard other of the author spotlights we've done, what we do here at Lightbeamers is we, we find these women like Beth who are ready to share their story and they want to do it in a big way. And they've always thought about, some people come and think, oh, I've always thought about writing a book. I'd like to know what that's like. Others, maybe the book isn't the thing that, you know, got them, but it was more like, I just want to know like how to do the story piece. Like I really want to know how to get my story together. And so our program walks women through all of it, both from the story excavation to the story writing all the way through the publishing stage and, and to launch, you know, getting it out there, putting it out on your social media channels and, you know, sharing it with your, with your circle of influence. And for you, Beth, what has that been like? It's been nine months. So it's literally, I always talk about like, it's like we birthed the book baby, but what yeah. has that experience been like coupled with what you had already been working on? Like I said, you had yeah. already started digging into your story. You were already on this healing journey. You were already in that place of preparation for this, but what are the actual nine months of writing this book? What was it like for you? Yeah. How would you describe it? Yeah. So um, I have a lot to say. <laughs> so <laughs> we've got, we've got the, that's why we're here. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I have a lot to say just to the world. Like I've just had, a, I've got a lot of words to come out of me. Um, and so I, I think, you know, you and I, when we worked together in the one-on-one -on -one session that we did, um, you really helped me to start to frame like what is the storytelling process with the arc that you use, which is a, a great model. And it really helped me to be able to 
think about moving up the slope and what's the precipice and then coming down. What am I yelling to the world when I come down, right? But being able to focus that into snippets, right? Because I have so much to say. I mean, I can't yell about 50 years when I'm coming down the, the slope to tell everybody, right? And uh, tailoring the message to the audience, right? And what is the theme of what you're trying to convey? And so, you know, we, we had already spent some time talking about that. Um, and, you know, for me getting my story out, a lot of that has been... Um, therapeutic for me and trying to discover who I am and know who I am. And that's, I suffer from um, dissociative amnesia, which means that a lot of my life is just gone. I don't have the memories of that. So there was a lot of writing for me after we met um, in that vein of trying to sort of get those things out. And plus my mind is like going crazy with different ideas and, you know, thinking about things and how would I talk to somebody about this? And I know now that part of that is because my purpose is to tell my story and to be able to answer questions from people and to be able to talk about it in a way that will resonate with people and hopefully inspire them to do the work that they need to do. So for me, the writing in the book, um, you know, once we got to the, I, I mean, I knew what I was going to write about when we, you know, cause you and I had talked about it. This is the book that I was like, Oh, well, you know, this book is like, like this book is calling me, it's being developed for me to be in it, right? Which, you know, it's, I, I tell people my healing journey um, has, you know, step-by-step step as I've gone through it, like everything that I meant to do on that path has been right there before me when I was ready to take the next step. Mm -hmm. And so that, this book has just fallen into that path. And so I was here for a while. We had the opportunity to meet. I got the help that I needed. You said, this book is coming. You've got to be in the book. And I was like, well, of course I do. I'm like, look at the title of the book. And people have been talking to me already. Oh, you're so brave and so much courage. And I was like, clearly supposed to be in this book. And so, you know, that, that was natural. And I, you know, I did have the benefit of the work that we had done previously to be able to help me to do the excavation down to the story that is in the book, which is really about for me, getting over that precipice of I'm at the point that I need to heal. How did I get there? I need to heal. And then what's that journey been like since, you know, and for me, I, you know, we talked about this, about where I was behind that wall, really feeling um, unloved, unlovable and alone. And so for me, a lot of the healing journey has been about trying to explore what love is like and where does it come from? Where do we get it? And the book, the, the co-author group, right? I mean, you and, and Lynette, our publisher and all the co-authors, that's an, another circle of love for me where there's a giving and a receiving process there that's so fulfilling and nourishing. And that's what I've been missing for so much of my life that I've really been trying to find. So, um, you know, really, I think engaging with, again, intentionally, as I said, in a focused way, um, I mean, it's been, it's been a wonderful experience. I'm actually kind of sad that it's about to be over, but it's been great. It's been fantastic. Well, this was the other thing that I was thinking about this morning when I was getting dressed and, you know, was like, oh man, it's so cool. This is just me selfishly thinking. Um, it's so cool to see how the light beamers claws have gotten a hold of Beth, you know, like, oh, we like, is, we brought her in, true. like she's getting storytelling, writing this true. book. You're yeah. about to go on a speaker's journey with me as well. And it's just like, Oh my gosh. It's so cool to see. Yeah. And, and, and like, I say that selfishly, cause it's like, Oh, it's cool to see light beamers be able oh, to do you that. You should be proud of that though. You should be so proud of the work that you do. I mean, cause you're, I mean, you're giving me a platform and you're giving me the support that I need to do what I need to do for this world. So you may feel like it's selfish. You're a conduit to bring people who are light beamers and have good messages 
positivity and hope, things that we need in this world, you're a conduit for that. There's things selfish about that. You should be very proud of it. I'm very proud of you. I I am proud of it. And what I, and the reason for it is, is because I know it's available for everybody, you know, like it was available for you all along. Obviously you weren't ready 20 years ago because you were still behind that wall and in, in, in that deconstructive bay or um, what is it called? Like, I don't know, deconstructive is the word that I'm thinking of. I don't think that's right. But anyway, you were still kind of in the muck of it all. And now you're on this journey of of bringing all of that together and pulling that wall down. So you're ready. And so not everyone's always going to be ready for this. In fact, I just literally sent out an email this week that was just, it was literally like a one-line email to my entire email list was like, Hey, like, are you still interested in like using your story? Tell me, like, I'm just curious. I mean, obviously people signed up for my email list. They had at one point (laughs) had an interest in figuring out their story. So there's a lot of people that, you know, just sit on my email list that I don't know who they are and where are they? What are they working? Like, is this still an interest? And and first of all, I got incredible responses, which was so fun. Yeah, it was super fun. But one woman in particular, she just said, now is not the time for me. And yeah. I, and I just reply back to her and I'm like, I totally get that. You know, yeah. like yeah. It, you, you really do have to be ready. Like yeah. there, there is a time for you for, to go on this storytelling journey, to figure out how to share your story, to shine a light, right. Which yes. is the goal. Yes. My, my point in saying all of that though, is that once you do it, right. Once you're ready and you dig in, which eventually you did and you, you have, um, so many things open up like it's and that's what I mean it is so fun to see the light beamers claws get in because then all these other little things unfold like you said oh I went and did a podcast episode with Jeff Stilato one of our dear light beamer friends and former other author from the first book um elevate your voice you know oh I'm doing this other podcast episode and I oh my your women's initiative group from your company. Oh, they've invited me to speak. They want to yep. do a book signing. Like yep. all these things are unfolding yes, open. Yep. because of, of yep. one big yes in the beginning. And That's the yes right. was not even light beamers. Right. It was to That's you. Right. And to go on your healing journey, which is, that's what I want people to hear, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's true. I mean, so many things that are coming to me through the Light Beamers community, um, which again, are things that I need and I'm ready for them and let's move into them. So, you know, going into the the speakeasy cohort coming up here in just a couple of weeks, maybe next week we're getting, I think it's quickly that we're getting started. So um, I know public speaking and a variety of different ways is coming for me. I don't know exactly where that's going to be or exactly what my message is going to be, but you're providing an opportunity for me to figure that out now. And so I'm going to go through that process. Um, you know, the podcast I did with Deb and don't forget Sandra, who's creating my website yeah. for me. I'm going to be launching my own website also on the 25th, the day the book comes out, which is my own personal brand, which um, six months ago, me having my own personal brand and what that would look like and having a website was never in my head. Now it's there. It exists. It's great. We're doing the final touches on it now. And I'm, I'm going to write a series of blogs that maybe mm-hmm. someday will become another book. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But um, yeah. So, I mean, the, 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 the gateways that open up there just are, are huge through Light Beamers. It's, it's a fantastic community. Really great. I love that. I love all of that. Well, you mentioned like writing a blog and, you know, building this brand now and building your own platform so that you can go and speak and share this message of healing and hope to other people. Um, 
do you, do you feel that after going through the light beamers author program and, you know, writing one chapter, do you feel equipped and empowered to now go and write your own book? Should you choose to do it? Should the desire be there? Um, I am. Yes, I do feel equipped and empowered. Um, it's a significant commitment. So sure, of course. Once you, once you say to you know a publisher, um, you know I'm going to do this now. I mean, I have the benefit of knowing that a little bit on a personal level. So I think if I committed it, then at some point said, oh, life got in the way and I need to pause, that would be okay. I don't know if it's that way with all publishers, but it would be okay. And she's the person who I would work with if mm -hmm. I if I did um, want to do that. Um, I'm sort of maybe writing, sort of thinking about writing chapters and snippets through my blog mm -hmm. um, but you know they, they will have themes that will be there so I could see it becoming a book at some point in the future and I, I might decide to write my own book um, you know I have some thoughts in my head about what that might look like and so maybe I will um, I haven't committed to that at this point in time but it's definitely um, not off the table, you know, and I don't, you know, I don't know what the future holds for me and right. I'm, I'm not, you know, I sort of let the universe do what it does in my life and I'll be, I'll be led to where I need to be led. And so if a book is in the future, then it will exist, but yeah. I definitely feel empowered and equipped. I know where to go. I know who to ask. I, I know what the resources are. I know what the process is. So mm -hmm. that learning that we've been through, um, with Step Into Your Brain has just been, it's been fantastic. Yeah, I think that that's the goal. Uh, well, I don't think I know that's the goal uh, for myself and Lynette is to just demystify the process for everyone. There's a lot of people, you know, myself included before that, before I went on this journey with the first book and, and obviously repeating the process now with Step Into Your Brave and the third book is coming for 2023, Shine Your yeah. Light. But uh, for myself, it was always like, you know, I can write a book, but I don't really know how, right? Like yeah. I could do it, but I don't know where to start. And I don't know how to, I don't know how to like find a copy editor. I don't know how to, you know, I don't know how to file my ISBN number, like silly things that I could probably Google, but yeah. you know, it was those things that just get in the way of you actually sitting down to write the real story behind all that is all of that is BS. We come up with those reasons why we don't write a book. The real thing is, is our story worth it? Right. That's the real everyone's message story. behind what yeah. everyone else is saying. Yeah. And, yeah. and I'm speaking to all of you out there, listeners who have like, oh yeah, I could do it, but I don't know how, and I don't know how I would do this. And I don't have the time. Really what it is, is you have to dig a little bit deeper and ask yourself, is my story, do I believe my yeah. story is worth it? Because your story is worth it. If you want to answer the question, is my story everyone's, worth it? The answer is yes. yes. <laughs> the answer is absolutely yes. yes. And yeah. I mean, do you feel that now? Like, how do you look at your own story? I mean, what, what confidence has that given you? What else has that given? What kind of gift has that been to you in honoring the value of your story? Well, I, I think I might've said it before, but if not, I'll say it again. You know, I, I mean, one of the things that I, I struggled with um, until I really started the intense part of my healing journey two years ago is I really struggled with purpose for me and mm -hmm. what's my purpose in this life and you know I would I would had a you know a thought that would come into my mind every time I would ask myself that question which was very unsatisfying and I would be like really I mean it was about getting another person in this world through their life and I was like really I mean that's like the only reason that I'm here is to get this person through this life I was like very unsatisfying personally, but that's all I could come up with because I was 
I used to say I was still in the, I was still in the part of my life where I was having to experience what I've experienced to do what I'm going to do now, which is my purpose. So for me, um, I see tremendous value in my story and I feel a strong conviction and a strong responsibility to take my story because of, you know, we talked about what I've achieved professionally and the success that I've achieved there, what I've experienced personally, I feel very, um, it is a strong responsibility to bring that out to the world. And so I know my story has um, value and purpose. And I know that that's what I'm meant to do for the greater good of humanity is to try and I say the greater good of humanity. If I can help one person to heal, I, my story is worth it. If I can help one person to, to do what I've been able to do, my story is worth it. So I definitely, um, I definitely feel that way and know that's true about my story. Yeah. So beautiful. So what would be, I guess, one, one or two pieces of advice you would give someone else listening about going on a storytelling journey for themselves? Someone who um, hasn't quite st- dipped their toe in the water yet. And that doesn't have to be writing a book or being a part of a book like this, but just in general, like doing the work to dig into your story and start to understand it better. Um, find, find you. <laughs> who I think you are a master storytelling coach um you know and whether that's you know if you want to write something write a book write a chapter whatever it is um, I mean I'll I'll use what I've learned in writing my blog right much smaller pieces but I'll I'll use it there um or for brand amplification right which is what I hope for you that you'll be able to continue to connect with people to help them amplify their brand as they as they are more true to themselves and, and bringing their brand and who they are out into, into the world. Right. So that's, that's my number one tip is to get a good storytelling coach and you're a master. So um, there you go. I I think um, that's important. The the other thing I think is really um, touching on what you just said before about, we all have a story to tell and we all have a story that has value and is powerful. And I know, you know, from, you know, you know, some of the sessions that we had with um, the author cohort in this this book, there were some of the ladies that struggled with that early on about, you know, if they really wanted to be in the book and they wanted to write, but trying to figure out what that story was going to be. I think they felt like, do I even really have a a story to tell here? Um, And, you know, what they've all found out, what we've all found out is that we all have really powerful stories to tell, right? So, that's my second tip is to make sure that, um, you know, you, you get that in your mind, your head, and then you do the work, obviously, with somebody who can help guide you through the process to figure out what is that story. And then I think my third tip, um, and maybe this is a little bit of my fear of if I were going to write a longer book and committing to the time commitment and then life happens, what happens? I, I think to get a publisher who um, is really about the people and the stories as opposed to just the turn of a book and the process of getting a book out and maybe the money that comes along with that and yeah. the, you know, the profit and the revenue side, you know, I, I think, and I, I think that's the same for you, right? I mean, that you're, you're a storyteller because you're a storyteller and you want to help people bring their stories mm-hmm. to the world, light beamers, that's why, you know, as opposed to people who are just, I'm in it to make money. Right. And so I think if you work with people who are actually 
compassionate and empathetic and they're, they're there to do good in the world, then you know, you're working with the right people that you can sort of work at your own pace on the, on the publishing side of it when you're, when you're committing. So I think those, those three things are probably important in writing your story. Yeah. Great advice. I love all of that. I love all of that. Well, I am just so thrilled and happy and honored and just, you know, my heart is full with our experience together. And just the fact that your story literally did bring us back together personally, you know, as as our friend friendship has just bloomed even more than what we started. Like you said, 30 years ago as silly little college girls doing silly college (laughs) girls things. Who knew where we'd be 30 years later? Who knew? Who knew we'd actually get our life together and actually be highly productive in this way? It's a miracle. Um, So fun. So, so fun. So thank you for being a part of this with me. I mean, genuinely just, ah, just, you know, like I just smile so big thinking about all of this and thanks for sharing your story and thanks for being on the show today. Yes. Thank you for having me. It's good to see you. Always. All right, everybody go get your copy of Step Into Your Brave. Yes. Yes, It's on Amazon now. So you need to go get it if you have not yet. And just a reminder, all of our Amazon proceeds go to fund women in need. Uh, We take all of our Amazon proceeds and we funnel them through an organization that we're using called Kiva.org. They are a microloan lending company that allows us to go in and select women in business who need support that will help them grow their business, that will help them build sustaining businesses that Mm -hmm. are really life-sustaining in many, many cases for these women, helping them get out of abusive situations, helping them, you know, survive divorce, helping them um, put a roof over their head, helping them go out and empower other people as well, helping them be healers and teachers and, you know, service providers. So all of our money that we get from Amazon. So you do make some book royalties when we, when we sell books on Amazon, but we are not interested in splitting that nine ways. We're interested in continuing to support other women. So we take all of that money and we funnel it into funding microloans for women. So we will keep that going So you know that when you support us, you are actually supporting other women in the process. So thank you for purchasing on Amazon and getting your book, your copy of Step Into Your Brave. And we'd love to hear your takeaways, your feedback, anything. If there's a particular story that resonated with you, we want to hear about it. We've given you all of the author's contact information so you can reach out to them and say, your story is the one that reason I needed to read this book. You know, you're going to have nine amazing stories inside, but there might be just one or two or three that really speak to you. Please reach out to these authors and let them know. It means the world to us. And we love hearing that from you because that that way we know we did it. We did our job. We impacted someone else and our story touched someone. So thank you so much for being here on this edition of the Inside Story Podcast. We will see you next week with another episode. Until then... Remember, find a way to go share your story today. Talk to you soon. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to give it a review and share this broadcast out with your friends and family. Now, did listening to this episode make you think more about your own story? Are you wondering which parts of your own story are relevant to share with others? This is the question I get asked more than any other. 
how do I share my story? Which parts of my story are worth sharing with other people? How can I make my story relatable so that others can benefit from it? I've taken my simple process that I've used for years as a journalist and broken it down into a three-part storytelling formula that will help you discover the key components of your own story and how to share it. It's a free resource I've created to help you become a light beamer by sharing your story. Simply go to www.lightbeamers.com and click on the big yellow button on the homepage to download your story formula. I'd love to hear your story too, so be sure to join my free community on Facebook, the Light Beamers community, and share your story with me. I can't wait to learn more about you and the story that's inside of you. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when our next broadcast is live. You will want to stay tuned to the stories we are lining up for you next. I promise they are so good. As always, Light Beamers, I'm over here cheering for you. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.